0: Hello. Hello. That was an Arcadian lady and this is a Filthy and we are making for you an Incompletely Articulate.
1: I'm sure you know by now, but as this is episode 60, we will give you a rundown. What we do is we each record um, a poem that we've written in the last week or since we've last met and then we front view, you and then we have a little chat about it. But we do even numbers. It's Phil's turn to go first. So what have you got? Do you want to talk about it or do you want to
0: jump right in? So... One of the reasons, listeners, that our posting schedule's been a bit erratic is that I'm moving house very soon and that means I'm doing a lot of packing and I hate packing and it's awful. But one of the worst things about packing is having a lot of arguments about what you're keeping and what you're throwing away.
1: I saw some of your tweets on this subject. This should be interesting.
0: But I've only owned this t-shirt since 1998, and sure, its condition is no longer great, but that's why it's no longer in heavy rotation. It still deserves an airing on occasion, not a formal one, obviously, or even necessarily one where anyone else can see, but for the benefit of me to provide a sense of history to show I'm still some of who I used to be in another life. For I bought it for a fiver back when that was a lot from that bloke in Camden Lock. It's shapeless and not as witty as it thinks it is, and thus it fits me. Hmm. But these are the jeans that actually fit me. And sure, they have a slightly rip knee and a couple of other holes there probably shouldn't be to maintain a sense of decency. But can't you see that that's what the gaffer tape's for? Although that's mangled in the wash, I'm sure that we could look past that, or rather, you know, pretend we can't. She says, I earn too much money at my day job to dress this scruffily. And I point out that, like in that adage, I dress for the job that I want and not the one I have. And she gives me that look. So is the job you want bin man or rent boy?
1: (laughs) I like that a lot. That was really good. How did that sort of come to fruition? Did you sort of... Go back over your sort of observations via Twitter of what's been going on, and then create the poem, or was it just the other in your
0: head? Uh, well, I sort of wanted to find a way of talking about the packing that is taking over all my mind, without actually talking about the packing sort yeah. of that. Uh, and also, I'm weird about clothes, and that's slightly tied into my dysphoria. Yeah. But it's mostly just that, like I think clothes are good enough. Long after other people think they're good enough. Okay. And do you think that's
1: because you think they're good enough for you or you think they'd be good enough for anyone?
0: So there's a, there was a thing in a Charlie Brooker article years ago that I quoted people all the time hmm. where he said, uh, anyone who spends more than five minutes a week thinking about clothes is wasting their life as surely as the most do nothing heroin addict imaginable. <laughs> wow. So, so there are times when I want to, uh, to look amazing, but most of the time I just want to look adequate, you know, and vaguely human-shaped.
1: Yeah. Sort of like enough to be sort of a non-person in public.
0: Just, you know, the clothes are clothes and they, they stop you being naked.
1: Okay. But they can also make you feel awesome.
0: Yeah, but then they need to be special. But okay. I think, I think.
1: See, I'm very much of the opinion that all your clothes should be special clothes or you should throw them away.
0: Can you see? Whereas I'm very much of the opinion that, that I have things I'd much rather spend money on.
1: Oh, ah, okay. And
0: if something is okay and covers me, it's alright. Oh. Ah. Or something. <laughs> this conversation was longer and we did a massive bit out. I'm sorry this is, but it feels like we've not spoken very much about this, but honestly, we have. We have. And I really <laughs> want to move on. So, Rachel, what are you going to. Talk to us about
1: Okay so um, As you mentioned A bit earlier That it's been Slightly sporadic Of late Sort of the posting And the recording Of the episodes So I did write this Sort of just after Valentine's Day um, So it's basically It's about It's sort of not about Like my relationship Or sort of about Love in that way But it's sort of about What being in a relationship Has taught me About myself So Love yourself first Take yourself out for dinner. Listen to yourself talk. Love yourself first. Love others next. Buy gifts that reminded you of them. Tell them if you treasure them. Love others next. Love ideas the most. Explore them and discuss them. Value other people's. Don't forget to value your own. Love others while you love yourself.
0: Now, don't take this the wrong way. Okay. But that is a poem that's written by somebody who's had a lot of therapy.
1: Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, well, it's completely true. (laughs) Yeah, and I really have noticed that so much in like being in a relationship, like for nearly a year now, is I totally say things that just I just said in one of my various therapists' voice, and but actually, it's a really good place to get to, and I think everyone should have lots of therapy, like. Even or just a level where you go have coffee with a friend and just talk shit out for, even though they can't help you, because just questioning things is a really important life skill to learn. And then you come up with not necessarily solutions, but ways of accepting things that I realise make me sound really hippy diffy, but it does work.
0: Yes, and that feels like we sidetracked slightly from the subject of the uh, of the poem, which was nice. And and you're kind of right about the the priorities.
1: Yeah. Because you kind I think I've kind of learnt that you sort of have to be because like you can love someone completely but even however connected you feel, you don't they still don't know you like you know you because you've grown up with yourself. And sometimes you have to take control of of yourself and just be like, This is what I need right now and not be afraid to say that. And that and I was gonna write like there were some more ideas that sort of made it slightly more hard faced that were coming out sort of ideas about like saying no doesn't make you a bitch and things like that and actually just like putting yourself first isn't a bad thing even though I always thought it was. But I just thought, keep it sweet, because it was originally meant to be a Valentine's poem to myself, apparently. But, you know, it's also my birthday. It's a very special day of the year for
0: me, so I deserve it. Anything to say about that? i (laughs) like... It's weird, because I sort of... There's a level in which I know what you're saying has truth, Mm. but that's so massively different from the way I internalise things yeah, that I feel like saying anything will make it feel like I'm saying you're wrong and I don't want to say you're wrong.
1: Yeah, no, I completely get that because there's also the voice in my head that I think deals with things in a more similar way to you do or have done in the past. And that was obviously very present writing that, which is also why it's not longer because it's really hard to Especially with writing, because I initially started writing when I was in a really dark place. It's really hard to not go the other side of that coin because I could have easily written that and then written the same length again, but from the other point of view. And that one would have been way stronger in the performance of it and it would have been like vitriolic and everything. And I didn't really want to let that in. But it's definitely there.
0: Yeah, because I'll often do a thing where I'll sort of argue with myself. Yeah. But that kind of feels like like I'm shouting down any positivity, mm. whereas you're trying to, trying to not let a way in for the negativity. Exactly,
1: yeah. Very flip side entry this week.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we've done far too much reflecting on our collective mental health for us to be a particularly listener-centric
1: Yeah. Um. you know, if you didn't episode. really get anything, I'm sure if you go back and listen to some old... If you just listen to a few, then you'll get the kind of ups and downs as well, the way we write and how that reflects how we feel and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, sometimes we're funny. Sometimes. Ish.
1: We think we're really funny sometimes. <laughs> that I can promise you. Should we plug in that and then leave them to it to get back on with their life?
0: Yes. If getting on with your life is something that you want to put off for five minutes, then you could, for example... Follow us on the Twitters at IncompletelyArt
1: We also have a Tumblr you can follow which is incompletelyarticulate.tumblr.com
0: If you've not listened to our entire back catalogue you can do so for example on the SoundClouds where we're hosted by Penamil Teeth, to whom i are always grateful
1: If you are an iTunes person like me then you can subscribe if you search for IncompletelyArticulate and then each episode that we upload will just appear on your device of choice
0: And we always seem to forget Facebook to last but there's tons on that
1: Yeah, just like us on Facebook why not? It only takes a second And come follow us on Twitter individually and talk to us we're at Phil's D and at Arcadian Lady.
0: Uh, and sorry I've not been entirely on the ball this episode, but, That's all right. but thank you for your tolerance and your patience and maybe on the flip side of all this I can come at you with more vigour.
1: <laughs> we'll leave you with Phil's vigour. Goodbye. Pen at